Everybody waiting for the fall of man. Everybody praying for the end of times. Everybody hoping they could be the one. I was born to run. I was born for this. Welcome back to the Chip Shot, where we talk about real estate, business, leadership, and our community. Why we believe real estate is the best business in the world when bought correctly. Why it's important to mind your own business. And why leadership is important. Because at the end of the day, everything rises and falls on leadership. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Chip Shot. Today we're going to talk about financial stuff and how to be successful with your books. Because at the end of the day, your banker doesn't care about your report card, cares about your financial statement. Welcome Holly Shimzisky, right? No. I said it wrong again? <laughs> oh my gosh, we've got to start over on the podcast. No, we're not going to start over. It's a joke. We're it's say- Simsky. Simsky, Holly Simsky. I always say Shimzisky. I've changed the name. I do that to people. I butcher it all Roll up. With it. <laughs> Simsky, guys. It's Holly Simsky. Get it right. Holly, thanks for being on the podcast today with me. Well, thank you for having me. Um, it was a little last minute and exciting. That's how I roll. Yeah, I, I roll last minute. Um, Holly, I met you a long time ago. We were in school. We went to St. Rose together. We, uh, yeah, we were just little whippersnappers playing in the street back in the day. Went, went to high school together. We did one-act play together. I moved off to Austin. You moved off to Austin for a while, too. I did. Went to school there, and you transferred to University of North Texas in Denton. Yeah. yeah. That's where my wife went. Go. Uh, what we were it? there at the same time. The Eagles, right? Just, Go Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, and, I'm a super big <laughs> sports supporter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, Holly uh, was up in the Dallas area. She did. She worked for a guy. She, I guess she still made do some work for that gentleman, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, I worked for a uh, paint remodeling company for about 10 years while I was there and um, basically started as his assistant, rode with him every day, and just it morphed mm-hmm. into a full-time overseeing his operations center, had about six employees under me, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it was a crazy, crazy thing, but it was awesome because everything I've learned and I utilize um, now is less so from my college experience and more so from that job and what right. I learned on the job and self-taught. So it's a really the good real thing. business world teaches you a lot of stuff. I remember my first job on my first day on the job at first and well after college and I had a finance degree and I didn't know how to work the credit card machine. The guys there thought that was the funniest thing ever. This guy from the college where you don't know how to work a credit card machine, you know, and you have to apply the world world stuff. So you learn all this theory stuff and then you get in the real world and it's kind of different yeah so well one of the biggest things that he taught me was just um every day i wrote with him he said you know you're going to hear me say all these things i'm going to talk about all these things i am grooming you to own your own business one day and i always just told him he was crazy i was like i don't ever want to own my own business i don't ever want that responsibility i don't want to be on my own i want job security i want to know where my paycheck's coming from and that's not for me and uh, we still talk today and, and discuss, you know, how things have come full circle and mm-hmm. how I find myself, um, you know, using some of the mentalities that he taught me. And I mean, we went and saw, you know, all these different speakers and he, he did a lot of a, yeah. a lot of things just like you. He had his Marcusms and you have your Chipisms. Yeah. I mean, it was it was very much the same kind of person that yeah. you are as far as, um, you know, getting all the help from people. And, mm-hmm. and um, you know what I'm talking about? Well, let's see, students. We gotta hire the smart people, the A students. So that's why you're here. That's why you're in the room with us. <laughs> well, and that's one of the things he always said. Um, 
it's you, you hire someone that's going to supplement you because if you hire someone that just is going to tell you the exact same thing that you already know mm-hmm. or is going to have the same mentality as you or the same amount of knowledge as you, then you're not growing. Um, you want to put somebody in a place that's going to expand right. what you can offer. So it was always how to how is it a, a relationship that helps me grow so that's why maria's here too she's helping us oh, grow. she's fantastic absolutely love her and that's why she was the newcomer of the year on our team uh so you know i have i was always you know growing your own business it's tough so like you have you start so my, my first business was you know, starting a real estate brokerage and <clears throat> my mentor wayne morgan at the time in austin he owns Austin Institute of Real Estate. You know, his his first person you said that, that you needed to hire was a bookkeeper. He said that is the most important person on your team that you need to hire right away. And he said, and he, he said because your your banker does not give about a darn about your report card. He doesn't care. You make straight A's. He don't care any of that stuff. That is all gone. Does not care about it. What he cares about is your financial statement. Can you manage debt? Can you can you look at it and, and, and see what your assets are and making sure that that is your report card every week, mm-hmm. every day, every month. And if you can have good financials, that's how the business world works. If you need to go get a loan, they're gonna say, I wanna see your financial statement. Right. And so having a bookkeeper on your team is essential. A lot of business owners, they just go out and they do their deal and they don't have those financials to go to their banker in order to grow their business and sometimes that can be a struggle for them and so i agree it's it's uh having good financials and having a good bookkeeper on your team is essential and holly is an essential part of our team well i think i just think it's a it's a really scary thing um as a business owner myself now if i didn't know what i knew and i'm trying to run a business on a day-to-day basis and money's not my forte or i'm not really comfortable with financial reports or understanding them um, as a business owner, how would I really know what's going on in my business? And, um, you know, if, if you don't pay your payroll taxes on time or you, you hear about businesses that just mm-hmm. flat out didn't pay their sales tax and, mm-hmm. you know, all these little things that creep up that not everybody knows. You just don't always know that those things have to be done. And Oh, you know, what's the best value of your time? Is it sitting in front of your clients making that sale or is it sitting behind the computer making sure that the taxes got filed on time? Mm-hmm. So you have to, you know, it's it's a... So let's tell a story. Okay, this. tell me your story. Let's talk about a story. So I listened to Wayne. I went and hired a bookkeeper. I went down to 6th Street in Austin, Texas, drove down there, found me a bookkeeper. And I went to them and they said, it's going to cost you $500 a month. And I said, I don't have $500 a month to start my business. I don't have any money. Mm-hmm. And I sure the heck can't afford $500 a month, much less I can't even pay myself right now. Anyhow, because uh, you know why we're real estate brokers, right? Because we're broker than you are. That's the joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're always broke I've trying to make the next deal. I've seen your financials, I know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> you see how much money we spend, too. It costs a lot to run this puppy. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a monster. Well, that's, I'm not saying one way or the other. I'm just saying I know the truth. <laughs> And she does. She knows more about me than my wife, I believe. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, you know, went down there, hired my bookkeeper, and I couldn't afford the $500 a month. But what I could afford was $500 a quarter. So I started off with quarterly financial statements, okay? So I, I did that. And then I grew. As I grew my business and I grew my cash flow, I, I started hiring on a, on, a, on a monthly basis doing my reports. But here's the deal, Holly. I still paid all the bills. So 
Mm-hmm. Every Monday I had an admin Monday, and I was like, Joyce was in Cedar Park when we when I first hired her, who's still on our team, it's, and I love Joyce. But she, when I came in Monday, I was grouchy because she knew I sat there all day and I paid bills. I paid the electrical bill, paid the telephone, paid payroll taxes. I mean, I did everything that you do for us now, and it took all flipping day. Mm-hmm. And then as we grew our organization and grew to other offices, that stuff just kept adding on and adding on and adding on. It just got... You couldn't, I wanted to focus on sales. I wanted to focus on marketing, sales and marketing. I wanted to do that activity. And when you're having to do the bookkeeping and doing the payroll tax and all that, I mean, that's like a third of your time is tied up doing that kind of stuff. Well, that's when, when you and I met that day to discuss me taking over your bookkeeping for you, um, you know, you were, you were very apprehensive and you were very scared as, as every business owner should be, especially when, you know, it's your money. You want to know what's happening. And my thing is always, I, I'll do as much or as little as you're comfortable with. Yeah. That's what I'm here to do. And you did not want to give up control. That first two weeks, I guess, you... you I was uh, still trying to yeah, pay stuff. Yeah, no, you were, you were paying things <laughs> behind my back. And I was like, what are you doing? I can't, I can't, what are you doing? You know, and, and then finally, I guess it was about the end of that second week, you just looked at me and you just threw everything down on my desk and said, I'm done with it. I'm done. Just do it. Just, yeah. I can't. Just do it. And I trust you. Yeah. And it's been beautiful. It's, yeah. it's worked out great. So... Yeah, I don't know how you do it. It's, uh, it's I, a lot. I am obsessively organized. Yeah. Um, so I have... I have an AD, um, I guess I have ADHD, but, uh, you know, who knows? I've never been officially diagnosed. Right. I've always been a spaz, and I've always been all over the place. <laughs> like, I, I cannot stay. Mm-hmm. My attention, fo- you know, my focus is, is crazy. So um, I don't want to medicate. Like, that's yeah. not for me. So I have to be organized, or I cannot stay on top of everything that I do. And then you add, you know, I think I'm at 28 different companies right now that I work with and so when you have that much going on um, I go through highlighters you know at least one every couple of weeks everything's color-coded and I have yeah it's it's an obsessive thing but it has to be because Mm -hmm. I you know this is important and I can't drop the ball and it's all about trust so if if I miss one payment well there there went the trust so you know just like paying property taxes you thought I didn't do it yeah I think we double paid, but you know, whatever. <laughs> so I did. I, I didn't know Holly paid some of them, and I went in and paid them, and then we double paid. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I I try to I try to see things coming down the line, just and and take care of it. I try to head that off for you, so you don't have to worry about it. But um, all of it comes down to being organized. If I if I weren't, I, there's no way I could do what I do. So. Organization. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, so people, if, if you're an entrepreneur and you're starting your business, the most important person is to hire a bookkeeper. You know, it uh, not only does it help you stay organized, but it also helps helps you with, if you want to expand your business and you need to go get a loan, that's the first thing your banker's going to look at. The next thing is keeping up with those property tax, payroll taxes, property taxes, all that stuff that is involved with that. And just the, the report card for yourself to see how you're doing your business. I mean, when you get that Thing at the end of the month, you can look at it, see how well you did, how well you didn't do, and you can see things that get out of whack over time. You can, you know, you can compare this year's from last year's or or year to dates from last year's year to dates, and and figure out what's out of whack. You know, why did my marketing go through the roof here? What did I spend money on that I forgot that I spent money on, or why is it why is, has this increased so much? The cost of materials, whatever business you're in, and so it's a good way to to gauge and and to predict the future, and and also just to make to correct your mistakes over time. So 
You're making me feel very special. I feel very, very well, important very, right now. <laughs> you know, you have what Wayne had taught uh, taught us in Austin at the Austin Institute was the, the six, six components of a business. And so it kind of like your left quadrant, which was sales and marketing. Those are two components, sales and marketing. The middle quadrant was customer service or production and customer service. And on the right-hand side, that's your bookkeeping and accounting. Right. And that's the whole quadrant of your business. And managing that is... is uh, you know, it's important. It's, your business is a three-legged stool. You know, yeah, you have absolutely. you have sales, you have customer service, and that financial part is is, is, is an integral part of it. I mean, so. it, it is a huge part of every business, and, and I feel like a lot of times people don't put the focus on it that they should. Mm-hmm. And, and, two, that comes from what you are you... You did get it to three-legged stool, right? Without that right. third leg, it falls yeah, it over. It falls apart. But, you know, like I said before, a lot of business owners don't have any background in it, and they don't understand what they're doing and so it really gets pushed aside and it's not enough of a focus so you have a wobbly stool but um well when i hear business people complain about oh i'm tired of doing this i'm tired of doing that i'm just gonna go you know i'm like it's not that hard if you have a team you have a good bookkeeper just build the right people on your team business isn't that hard Yes, it's hard when you first start out and having to build your your income and sales to pay for those services but once you get it built it and you build your team it's business isn't that hard anymore right. you know, like i saw jerry um at the at cerillo's a while ago we we're yeah. having, having lunch and i said I, I know my stuff's done but i need to get it to him but you've already done the hard work now i just give it to him he he, I, he signs off on it oh yeah i've already sent all your stuff over to him so it's already done isn't just... that amazing <laughs> i was wondering why he looked Jerry's at me funny i said i know i need to get you my stuff jerry and he, he was yeah. like like yeah. I already got it. <laughs> yeah, so I I do all of the the day to day. I do all of the monthly. I do all of the the quarterly. Um, but at the end of the year, I send everything to our CPAs, and and I I don't want to touch that part. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I've already sent yours off, so you're good. <laughs> so, you know, you didn't have like a accounting background, right? Or am I wrong? No. Okay. So I I graduated high school here in Schulenburg and went to UT Business School. Uh, Ray McCombs Business School, and I was going to study accounting. <laughs> just, it's just very ironic how yeah. everything, again, comes full circle. But I got into the business school, and it just it wasn't for me. It, the, I, I don't, I'm going to go back. I love UT. I love Austin. But UT wasn't the right fit for me. Mm-hmm. What I needed, again, ADHD, can't focus. Mm-hmm. You tell me that I'm in a class with 300 people and they're not going to take attendance. Guess who's not going to class? <laughs> that would be me. Yeah. So I, um, I did not do very well at UT, especially not with how easily school had come to me up to that point. I was on scholarship. Mm-hmm. I had basically the world at my feet and I gave it up. Mm-hmm. I gave up my scholarship and I left to change my major, to change my environment and I went to North Texas, and I flourished. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up going into interior design. So I have a, I have basically a two-year foundation of business classes, and then I have um, the rest of my degree with art classes and everything else. So I'm very left brain and right brain. Mm-hmm. Very. Um, you yeah. and June would get along great. They we do. Yeah. We do. We yeah. get along really well. So, so June's in her office and she has that right brain, left brain thing yeah. too. She's, she's also like So I love thing. to draw. I love, I mean, everything artistic. I love yeah. to do it. Um, I don't do it nearly as much as I used to, but I also equally love to sit in front of my computer and stare at numbers all day. So it's very strange, but um, 
it, I also do consider it to be kind of creative because you're trying to figure things out and it's like a puzzle every day. And so it is, it is, it's testing that right brain side of me as well. But, um, I finally graduated and, um, you know, I, I, I didn't really want to go into interior design at that point. I was, I was kind of over it. I had had a, started a family. I had a son and he was a year old when I um, got done with school. And I, out of necessity, I, I took this job with this paint remodeling company and I got to do some of the fun side and, and I worked with the clients on their colors and helped them pick palettes and I helped um, do some staging and things like that. But mainly I, I got to expand my business side and found a, uh, a niche that I really enjoyed with the bookkeeping that I didn't even know. And when I had gone and taken accounting classes, I hated them. So mm-hmm. it was just, it's very strange that it came back around to this being what I do. But, um, when I, uh, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do after I'd moved back to Schulenburg and, um, I, I just, I looked at all of the pros and cons of everything around and, you know, what was going to allow me flexibility and, mm-hmm. and, um, still let me do the things that I enjoyed and it just it naturally came that I was I was gonna start my own company and yeah. I, I just did it and it was it was very strange because that was the same year that my husband um, he started his company in February I started my company in June mm-hmm. and we got married in September so we literally upheaved our entire lives within one year and so it you know it was the craziest year the most stressful year of our lives and somehow we did it and yeah. we're both celebrating five years uh, well we're celebrating five years and both our businesses are celebrating five right. years this year so um, it, it just naturally came about and I've I've been rolling with it. And yeah. what I don't know, I teach myself. So, um, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's been, it's been very good. I've been very blessed. I started out with, with just the, the paint remodeling company. Um, his name is Mark. So I can stop saying that. Um, Mark, uh, had to cut back my hours at the time because I was working full time for him from yeah. Schulenburg remotely and he's in Dallas. And so that was, that was hard on him and he needed to put that money towards people that were there right. in Dallas that could do some of the tasks that he needed. And so I said, well, Hey, you know, um, I don't want to just not work with you guys anymore. Can I just do your bookkeeping? Can I just keep up with that for you? And he said, absolutely. That'd be great. So, um, that week I put on Facebook, you know, Hey, does anybody need some bookkeeping help? Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a scary thing because all of a sudden I went from being a full-time employee to a fixed fee each, right. each week, you know? So, um, and I happened across, uh, Howard who mm-hmm. owned the insurance company and, um, and then from him, he introduced me to you about three months later and you and I've been working together ever since. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, and I've been blessed growing exponentially every year. Yeah. It just, it's what you do. You just keep growing and, and you keep meeting great people or other business owners. And I always refer everybody I can to you. You do. And, and I, <clears throat> I can't tell you how many, and that's the thing. I have about four core people that I've worked with. And then from them, everything else has happened. Yeah. So those, those four raving fans right. of mine have grown my business every year. So Holly does the same thing we do. We try to turn customers into advocates and the champions and raving fans that refer business to you and then you don't even have to market it. No, and yeah. I, I only marketed that first year mm-hmm. and I only did it one time. Yeah. I sent f- flyers out to all the small businesses in the area and that was it. The first thing about real estate is our clients expect us to market their homes though. So we stay. Well, shut. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the nature of the beast. <laughs> right. 
So we, we still have marketing expenses in our business. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Um, so what is like something recently that, so you're always continually learning. What do you do to, like, is there any kind of books you're reading about? Like, do you read accounting book? What do you do? Well, okay. So basically if, if I encounter anything that I really need to know, mm -hmm. I will just completely engross myself into that subject. And mm -hmm. my, my husband's <clears throat> the same way that if, if we want to learn something, mm -hmm. we just dump ourselves into that and just, I mean, yeah. just try to take as much out there, you know, as much knowledge as we can and cram it into our head. So, um, I keep a, you're probably looking at my binder here on the, the, the table. I keep a binder. This is my business, business development binder. Oh, wow. Um, and this has financial stuff. It has business formations. It has, um, even like apps that you can use as a new business. I, mm -hmm. I, so anything, anything cool, that, I, yeah. that I find online, I print it off. I have just, I have loads of information and yeah. workbooks and all this stuff that I will read and I'll go through and highlight when I find something that's, you know, really yeah. pertinent. Um, I have another binder back at my office that's just titled marketing, blogging and branding and, yeah. you know, just different stuff. And I wow. keep these binders, so, but yeah, you were asking where my husband and I are reading profit first right now. Yeah. You see that's open right here. And I have, um, I have quite a few other books. Um, it's not always business related, but yeah. I do like to read very, very much. So, Profit first. Um, I've got the one thing. You, you told me about that one. Yeah, the I one picked thing. it up. I haven't read it yet, but I've got it. One thing is good, too. Profit first. I read that a few. Right when I first met you, I read, yes. I read that. Yes. We've had a hard time implementing it. Yes, we did. And now that I'm reading it, now that I have read it, yeah. we're going to probably go back to implementing that. So, <laughs> so I want to just go over this real quick. Then I want to go back into highlight. But profit first is most businesses run their 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 business as sales. Minus expenses equals your profit. Well, this book recommends another formula, which is sales minus profit equals your expenses. So what they recommend is you set up these accounts. So you have an income account. So all your income from your business goes into that account. And then you transfer 25% to your owner's account. That's what you pay yourself. You transfer 10% to your profit account. You transfer 15% to your tax account. So every paycheck that you get that comes to your business, you transfer to those allocated yeah, accounts. Yeah, you're giving it up. Giving it up. And that way... They say, and, and, and like, if you say you're going to run out of, you know, out of all your income, only 40% is go towards expenses. Like, not all businesses are going to run that way, but if you can, he has it allocated to where, you know, however much money your business is generating. But let's say if you make a million dollars and you're allocating 400000 to expenses, you're only going to be able to spend 400000 So if you're spending six hundred, you got to start cutting back. So you, so you can keep it on your allotted. Right. It's, it, it gives you amounts. It gives you a, an instant assessment to see where your business is. And then you can determine, um, do I need to increase how much I'm putting into my tax account? Do I need to decrease how much I'm paying myself? Um, you know, it, it's, it's, right. it's humbling when you actually look at the numbers because they don't lie. The numbers don't lie. I tell the story. So it, it's, yeah, it, it's been interesting. So, but it's helping us. And so we've, we've set up our, our individual accounts and, I, I changed my deposit stamps, and now everything goes into a certain account, a certain account, and then from there I, I'm allocating it to the others. Yeah, it, it's different, and so it, it's very, very different from what I've done. And so I, I, I can't, you know, speak to other people and tell them, "Hey, try this out," or "Hey, mm -hmm. we need to move your business into this kind of um, system." Until I've tried it for myself and yeah. see that it works. So um, I'm my own guinea pig. Yeah. And <laughs> 
Let's talk about, so you have Mintage is your company, so you have bookkeeping, but you also do other things. Let's yeah, talk about it, those other and things. really it's not, it's Mintage Business Services, so, Sorry. Uh, no problem. Uh, so I, I try to do anything that a small business owner, either one, doesn't have the skill set to do on their own, or two, doesn't have the need to hire someone full-time to do those things. So anything that I can do to supplement a small business owner, that's what I do. Um, and I'll get some random things asked of us that um, I've never considered before and, and just go ahead and take it on. So um, we're just now starting to branch into doing some marketing opportunities for some of our clients. And by that, I mean more so um, actually producing the, uh, the print items mm -hmm. and the advertising and things like that. So um, because I do have the graphics uh, or the design background, um, I do some graphic design, I do logos, and I do... Um, I create flyers and brochures and oh yeah and, and I'm also doing um, a website design now so we uh, we're doing websites we're doing the maintenance um, ongoing things like that we have a few clients that we're working with already and um, I have I've started building my own team and you know I have some people in place I'm taking coding classes at the moment which I had a little bit of background when I was at UT I took a few classes and um, trying to expand on that for myself but uh, we have those services as well so if you need any of that I need to make a, I need to make a new website now where oh. am I gonna make it oh website my goodness <laughs> you just you just need one for, for fun well I would love to see what you what, you, what kind of work you do just for seriously anything. yeah yeah I mean why not like hey hey you know what I was thinking the other day what you know like you have Bubella Texas and company yeah so evolutionary we're evolving all the time. You really are. You can be a visionary company or you can be evolutionary. Oh, you're so fancy. <laughs> I love to have fun. He's the best. Hey, if you can't have fun doing it, what's right. the point? So, so call Bubella Texas and Company. The evolutionary company. Okay. Hope y'all are laughing at me because I'm laughing at myself. We're laughing at you. That's good. Okay, well, yeah. So, I have quite a few services. There you go. Holly does it all. She does uh, bookkeeping. I shouldn't say you do it all, but what you do is awesome stuff. So she does bookkeeping. She does uh, marketing, so like logos, all that. And now the website, which is an integral piece of that, obviously. So yeah, so. I think you're the evolutionary company. Woo. You're evolving as you grow. I, I'm totally fine with just being in the background helping other businesses grow. Here it is. <clears throat> so success is, Holly, it is knowing your purpose in life. It's growing to your maximum potential, and it's sowing seeds for the benefit of others. Holly's sowing seeds for the benefit of others. I appreciate that. All right. Thank you. I don't know. I just, I'm trying to help other people be successful, and that, yeah. that's always been my driving factor. I want to help people, and this is how I can do it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, when I was younger, I wanted to be an actress, mm -hmm. I mean, of course, because I was super dramatic. I'm sure you didn't know. Um, but... As I got a little older, it was more I started looking at nursing and I wanted to help people. And it, but even that, it wasn't really right for me when yeah. I really looked into it. And so, this is how I can. This is, um, you know, I'm not out there to try to become rich. I'm not, this isn't going to be like some be all end all money maker. You never know. Business for me. Well, I mean, you never know. But I, I want to do good work mm -hmm. and I want to help people. And that's what I try to do. So, um, I think that you know when you when you love what you do and you do it to help others and yeah. you know you exponent that over time that it's exponential growth and you 
you'll meet people and you grow your business because you're not doing it for the money. You're doing it because you're passionate about what you're doing. Right. I'm reading Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, you know, and he was passionate about shoes. I mean, he know. I mean, he was. Yeah. They were broke building that company. Right. You know, and uh, look at where they are today. He would never would have thought that. You know, reading that book. You know, he. They were just trying to make good shoes for people for athletes and stuff, and mm -hmm. you just never know where it'll end up. So. Yeah, so I just, you know, the biggest thing for me has just been to just to supplement, you know, what what someone can do um, mm -hmm. with their own skill set, with their own um, means within their own company. Um, I do a lot of work with small companies. I have actually quite a few nonprofits that I work with, too. Um, and I, I try to price competitively. I want to, I want this to be a beneficial relationship for, for both parties. So, um, but just really anything that they need taken on, obviously the bookkeeping is a large, large part of it because it does take up a lot more of the time, but, um, you know, marketing and, um, I help with HR if, if mm -hmm. a business is in a situation with an employee and they need a third party to mm -hmm. come sit in on a meeting or they need, um, someone to consult with them on, um, hiring practices or, uh, I don't know, I'm just yeah. off the top of my head, but that's what I do. I do business consulting. I can come in and look at your systems and, and tell you what I think needs to change. And sometimes people don't want to hear that. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes they don't like me, but you know, it, it, I can, I can be that third party. I can be that, um, new set of eyes, um, new set of ears that, you know, mm -hmm. can just figure out what's going on yeah. and, and seek out some of those issues so that they can move forward. Right. But, um, yeah, I just try to supplement wherever I can. Yeah, it's <laughs> you do a good job. Like I'll ask Holly to kick out a logo for me on something, and she'll kick it out, and I'll, I'll always love it. It seems like I never. She's like, you like it already? I mean, like the first one. You, you most of the time you'll you like three variations, but I always like the first one. Oh man, sometimes I'll give people like ten preliminary designs because <laughs> I like them all, and I don't want to weed it down. Right. I'm like, you pick. Yeah. You tell me which ones you don't want, and then we'll go from there. So. Um, it's a fun process though, but I do that too because I don't want to just stare at numbers every day all day and I do yeah. need to still tap my creative side sometimes. So oh, absolutely. Um, it's fun for me when I get to, when I do get a lo logo project. And it's, like, it's the like most that. exciting part of creating a logo for your company. I don't know why it makes it so exciting. Which is funny because it's really not the most important part. It's, it's one part of yeah. your brand. Branding right. is the most important. Right. And Maria, I know you know this stuff, but branding is the most important part because it tells the whole story. Yeah. It's your logo. It's your slogans. It's your colors. It's the the feel that the company has, it's what people associate with your company. Mm -hmm. The, you know, five words that describe your company, that's part of your brand. What, how you see your company mm -hmm. and, and how you've made Bubell and Associates with the team, um, you know, concept and just the whole premise, you have such a strong brand. And so just to, to keep carrying that out is awesome. But, um, you know, the logo is just a tiny little part, right. but it's the first thing that you can see that's really visual. Right. And so that's why I think people get so excited about it. Well, it's part of the brand. Over time, it's yeah, it'll be recognizable to people. Like, I keep going back to the Nike thing, but the swoosh, the swoosh he didn't even like it. Yeah. He was like, I don't, what is the swoosh thing? <laughs> and then look it doesn't at make it. any sense. But now it's a it's huge and it's worldwide recognizable, icon, yeah. You know, so you just never know. What else we're we gonna talk about? Uh, I don't know. You have me drinking my greens here. Oh yeah, we're, we're drinking endurance healthy. greens while we're doing this. We're human powered to the end. You should try some of those endurance greens out. <laughs> we said we were gonna talk about it. So. <laughs> Anyways, I had Holly, 
my brother-in-law Yancey Culp, he got me on this endurance green stuff. It's it's by Human Power to the End, this company out of Austin, and they got ashwagandha in this stuff. But anyways, it's it's really good drink. It's actually, really good. You got fruits I mean, and you look at it, it and whatever. You you would think twice looking at it, but it's so on today's crazy. podcast, you got a little <laughs> bit of bookkeeping, a little bit of uh, marketing, and you got a little bit of a uh, some greens, some greens. You there know? you go. <laughs> You never know what you're going to get on the chip shot, guys. Trying to keep your books healthy and your heart. <laughs> there <Whatever>. you go. <laughs> well, Holly, I'm just uh, thrilled that you did this with me today. Um, thank you for, for coming on the chip shot. To the well, chip shot. there's a thousand and one things that I could always talk about because I can ramble. So I'd love to come back and we can do this what again. Are, what, what, what are we going to talk about next time? Because I'm going to have you back on. Um, you know what? Let's figure out an awesome topic and okay. we'll just roll with it. Okay. You know, okay. this one you, you kind of just threw at me. Yeah. Well, I figured I want, I want to talk about, you know, I, I love talking about small business. This is small business. I like talking about one of the components is you of the small business. And I think that if you own a business and you're looking for an awesome bookkeeper, a person that's just an awesome person to have on your team, I think you should check out Holly and give her a holler because uh, she does a wonderful job and I'm, I'm very thankful for her on our team. Awesome. And she she does more than just help us with this stuff. I mean, I mean, even with our Christmas party this year, you helped with that too. You know, hey, you do what you can. And you know, my big thing is I want to become indispensable. I want, it's that security thing. So <laughs> you know, I need you to need me, <laughs> not just use me, but also need my services. So I, I have to <clears throat> make myself invaluable too. Everyone. <laughs> Thank you for adding value to our company. Thank you for adding value to our community. And we guys, we'll see at the top. Is there anything else you want to say, Holly? How do they get a hold of you? You can find me online at mintagegroup.com. That's with an M I N T A G E group.com. Awesome. You have an awesome week, guys. Everybody waiting for the fall of man. Everybody praying for the end of times. Everybody hoping they could be